1: Run, don't walk. The Massive Chemist Warehouse Mother's Day fragrance sale ends this week. This is Hurricane Valley with Gordon Simpson and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yes, it is. Talking all things to do with the Hurricanes Super Rugby Franchise. We talked last week about the game up in Fiji possibly being a little bit of a banana skin game, and it ended up playing that way. A lot of people celebrating the fact that if you're going to lose, lose to the Fiji and because we so desperately want that part of the world to do well. But my co-host, Gordon Simpson, he doesn't buy into that philosophy. He's just gutted. He's disappointed. He just wants his damn Hurricanes to win and win every game. Evening.
2: Good evening, Mark. Yeah, um, disappointing game. Um lot of lot of issues we could sort of um, break down but I'm sure we'll talk about a few but in um, the day they had the opportunity to close that game out and they didn't and, and um, to the Fiji drew credit they played really well and they um, they kept they kept themselves in the game and then sort of just sort of drained down the Hurricanes, basically.
1: Yeah, now we're going to have Jamie McIntosh, uh, assistant coach on the programme a little bit later, so it'll be interesting to get his thoughts on it. You're yeah, watching that game, I mean, it's always going to get to that 60-minute mark, the heat factor is going to kick in. Do not underestimate just how hard it is to play up there. Putting that one side, through that first 60 minutes, what did you like about the Hurricanes and what didn't you like?
2: Um, yeah, I think... Th- I think what I didn't like I'll start with what I didn't like I think for the first 20 minutes the Fijian drill had like 80% possession and that's something you just can't um, give away in this side of competition so the Hurricanes need to sort that out and try and um, obviously and we discussed it the week before you know trying to um, take advantage of the, the set phase but they they sort of came out of the blocks very slow, and the Drua sort of took over and, and dominated them for, that, for the for especially that first twenty minutes.
1: So not quick enough at the breakdown, not good enough in terms of staying on their feet, not good enough at turning position over. But equally, uh, again, we can say that great to see the Fijians sort of evolving in that area, not just helter skelter these days, but actually becoming masters of retention.
2: Yeah, they were, they were. Um they looked after their ball well, I think um, with the conditions too, there was there was initially a lot of handling errors, a lot of missed tackles, um, whether that's a duel on the actual uh, the um, players themselves, who knows, but um, yeah, it was a little bit scrappy in that first half, but um, the Fijian drew sort of dominated that scrappiness, um, and the Hurricanes just seemed like they were just sort of going through the motions a little bit, and then I don't know if they. I don't know what they expected from that draw game, but they they sort of for that first twenty minutes looked like um, things were just going to happen for them, and it didn't.
1: Yeah, I mean we've talked about this team being a side that we think is probably two years away from really hitting their straps, almost maybe following in the footsteps of what the Chiefs are doing. Um, and, and, I, and I just want to touch. I saw the Chiefs and the Highlanders, and the Highlanders sort of came out with a hiss and a roar for the first 15, 20 minutes, but the Chiefs just just absorbed the pressure, didn't panic when they conceded an early try. And stuck to their game plan, and just had that belief. And maybe it's the experience that allows them to do that. Did we? It, it, was that missing for the Hurricanes when, when they found themselves in those little periods of adversity? Did they, did they panic?
2: Yeah, listen, I, I think we touched on it last week, um, especially in that nine and ten area for the Hurricanes. Um, that could be an area that the drawer would um, try and. Um, combat and they did Um, you know you you got two sort of youngest players in Roygaard and and Aidan Morgan there Um, and yeah I think he was spot on I think there was some elements in that game where I guess a more experienced player could have at a breakdown, sort of got them together and said, "Listen, we need to just to tighten things up a little bit." But um, they didn't, and um, you're spot on. I think there is some there's some there's some real areas, probably of um, lack of experience in the Hurricanes team, and really did shine a little bit against the Drew on um, on the weekend.
1: Yeah, because I- I- I'll just run through the match statistics here for you uh, regarding this particular game, and there's some interesting statistics and. Actually, the area that stands out where Fiji did tend to dominate, metres carried, 662 versus 227. So, you know, and that, I guess, comes back to these other statistics. Defenders beaten. So Fiji beat 32 defenders. Hurricanes just 17. You know, clean breaks. Fiji and drew had 11. Hurricanes just three. Um, In terms of defence, missed tackles, and this is a big one here, Hurricanes missing 32 tackles, the draw just 17. Miss tackles, you're going to gain metres, aren't you? And you cannot do that against the Fijians.
2: No, I know that when I played them, um, it was all, it was a tackle or nothing because these guys are strong individuals. Um, and I think what happened on the weekend and watching the game myself from my point of view, um, the Hurricanes uh, went to tackle them, grabbed them, but then sort of fell off the tackle. So I don't know if that's a, a, an area that the Hurricanes need to go back and, and address, but there seemed to be a lot of times when the, the, the hurricanes would get to the tackle situation, um, sort of grip them, but then fall away off the tackle, and the draw would continue to, to um, move upfield. So that was a little bit of concern. That was that, for me. That was really obvious on the weekend, as, bu- as, fel- as much as it was too also big, miss- too
1: strong, too fast. Maybe, yeah,
2: possibly. Um, a- 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 yeah. And New
1: Zealand sides maybe underestimating Fiji, and that we are still maybe uh, we're living a little bit in the twilight zone. That we sort of maybe have. A perception around them a stereotype around them and have we underestimated their evolution in terms of not being one-dimensional that they do have more facets to their game these days it's not just 15 men playing sevens
2: i think they're evolving i think they're learning i think they've been around now for a little while um listen these these fijian individuals they're very very strong sort of and i guess um uh, well-built men, and they are difficult to tackle. I know I probably only really played them in sevens, like, but um, yeah, they they are strong, they are fast, they are robust, and they are difficult to tackle. So if you don't if you don't get them down the ground uh, in the proper way, you will you will fi- you'll be fine wanting.
1: You're a big fan on Kenny Naholo. Um, he substituted after 65 minutes, so he started. Was he busy? Was he targeted? Did he do what was asked of him? Did he do what is expected of wingers these days?
2: Yeah, I don't know if there was nerves there with him. Um, he certainly wasn't as involved of involved as he has been in other games. Um, he probably had some family there, no doubt, because um, I know that the first couple of uh, possessions he had or defensive areas he had, he he made some he made some errors. And I don't know if that sort of stuck in his mind a bit, but he sort of held back a bit after that. So listen, again, this comes down to um, experience and he'll be, he'll be better for it. And I'm sure uh, there's uh, a coach, the backs coach for the hurricanes has sat down with him and, and said, you know, this, these are areas we need to work on. Um, and it's just progression. He's just, you just learn as as a, as a young player, and the, but there is a lot of other hurricanes in the same in the same boat, and they a few of them were found out a little bit on the weekend.
1: Okay, set piece, scrum time. We expect New Zealand teams to dominate teams like Fiji at set piece.
2: Yeah, I think the um, I think again the Hurricanes have been dominant, and when they wanted to dominate the Fijian scrum, they did. But there was also times where the Fijian uh, scrum got on top of the Hurricanes, and that's just the top two inches. You know to me that's that, that's just um, that's just
1: not being dialed
2: in as nah, not that's a
1: concentration thing that's just yeah that that's just almost as you know we've had that word come out this week haven't we a <laughs> subconscious bias but that's almost <laughs> like a a subconscious apathy to a degree
2: yeah and yeah y- y- you touched on it I think um New Zealand New Zealand teams may just you know maybe just sort of take them a little bit lightly you know thinking that the Fijian Scrum yes it, it's it's not a good it's not a good it's not very good because um, they are used to running the ball and, and having free space but well now they're obviously doing the work and uh, going to those dark places working hard as a, as a unit and um, they're probably surprising a few other teams um, especially at home I mean we could probably have another argument of it with how their scrum performs uh, away from home but with that crowd behind them and how they played on the weekend, you know, if you win, if they win half their games at home this year or win all their sort of home games, I think it's a successful season for the draw. They play Moana
1: Pacifica now. Most people are going to be looking at that three or four weeks ago and go, "Look, that's a big opportunity here to give the wider squad a bit of a run, probably pick up a bonus point." However, Moana Pacifica almost tipped up the Blues at Eden Park. Suddenly the game has changed here. What sort of statement do the Hurricanes need? What are the things that they need to address that they would have identified off the back of that Fijian game?
2: Well, to go back to that um, Moana Pacifica game, I was almost in tears because I couldn't have thought of a better feeling than having the Blues lose to the... Uh, oh, you're
1: a nasty man, aren't you? You are a nasty, horrible <laughs> yeah, Scotsman. I know that, that divines after something. me, so I'm just trying to rub <laughs> a little bit of salt Um He's probably listening, is he, Stevie?
2: <laughs> um, but um, what they need to do, well, listen, they, they, they almost need to go back to the drawing board and say, listen, we need a refresh um, because I think, probably not just last week, I think the last few weeks have sort of They've sort of let themselves down as far as their application um, and um, just the to me their focus is not there. Um, the game plan's sort of gone a little bit away from where it was in the first few weeks of the competition. So against Moana Pacific, like you say, they, they're going to be they're going to be a tough team to play, and they're on, they've got confidence. Yeah,
1: and the pleasing thing is they have named that team, and what you'll love about this Brett Cameron back in the number ten jersey. So Brett Cameron is back this week. I'll run through that lineup for you. So there are significant changes. So in the number one jersey, Xavier. Um, uh, Numia, then we've got Asafo Amor, Owen Franks comes in, Dominic Bird, and they're sticking with Isaiah Walker, Lewari at five, Devin Flanders, Peter Lakai back, we know how good he was last year for the Lions and the NPC. Savia, Captain side. then you've got Roygaard, Cameron, Proctor, Balin Sullivan back too. Boy, he brings something to the game, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Kenny Naholo retains his place on the right wing. Seleci Rayasi at the number eleven, and Josh Morby at fifteen. I've got to say, the balance of this side looks better to me than the side they put out against the Fiji and draw.
2: Yeah, um, yep. I think um, I think oh, we got lock. We got um, Isaiah light Where yeah, he he's, he need he, he needs to be in the team, but he needs to sort out his his. Um, his focus as far as then the team down at times, you know. Um, and it's sort of... This, so that it, concentration. That, yeah, that and, it's, and it's... Dealing it,
1: it, with the the, the the ruck speed and the speed at which the game's being played.
2: Yeah, and you know, actually, be a team man. It seems sometimes when he sort of goes off the field, it doesn't feel like he's a team man, he says, like, oh, well, you know. Bugger this, you know. So um, that kind of focus, um, Peter Larkay. Yep. Yeah, listen, this is his chance. You know, he needs to. You know, he's he's had. We know he, how good he is. Yeah, we We've do. Seen and, it, and he's had a couple of games earlier on. Um, he needs to take that at that experience and really, really kickstart because this will be a great, a great chance for him in this kind of game to express himself. He'll probably have a little bit of. It'll probably be a little bit of open, um, open game. So. Um, and the others, yeah, listen, Baylon Sullivan, I've been sort of saying he should be back um, on the field, and Billy Proctor, um, I think he was one of the better players there last week, um, coming back from injury, so listen, that's, that's, uh, that's a good midfield, so I'm looking forward to that.
1: You're listening to Hurricanes Valley, Mark Watson alongside of me, a man who played for the Hurricanes, he ended up playing international rugby too for Scotland, Gordon Simpson. And we're very shortly after the back of the break, we're going to catch up with Hurricanes assistant coach Jamie McIntosh. But just a reminder too, the Chemist Warehouse, Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances, a little bit later too, we will get Gordon to give us his DHL Super Rugby Pacific player of the round and his DH Super Rugby Pacific Hurricanes player from the weekend. It is 12 minutes after seven. And absolutely, and we just want to acknowledge the Chemist Warehouse. The Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Great now to have joining us on the country as the Hurricanes set piece coach for Super Rugby Pacifica, man who played two tests for the All Blacks, Jamie McIntosh. Jamie, good evening. Thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah, cheers, boys.
1: Uh, Jamie, uh, before we look at the weekend, how difficult, how hard is it to play in Fiji?
0: Yeah, look, it's a um, it's a real challenge. It's a, you know, last week when we went over there, we we knew how tough the game was going to be. Um, we tried to prepare for the environment as good. You know, it's hot, the ball's slippery, the crowd's um, you know pretty loud, and you know thought we we're in a pretty good space before that game. But um, yeah, look, we're pretty disappointed with the the way that we performed over there last week. But at the same occasion. And, it was, a, it was a pretty, uh, a pretty awesome occasion
2: to be part of with all the team and the boys. G'day, Jamie. Gordon Simpson here. Hey, um, I know you probably can't say too much about this because of all the PC stuff around Super Rugby, but I found those officials last week pretty average. Um, I'm not sure if you guys can actually say too much about it, but <laughs> do you have any thoughts on that? Because it's, it seemed like that this game had been taken over to Fiji, and it's great that it's take you know we go in places like that, but it seemed like the whole thing was um, under resourced. Yeah, yeah, it, I, I don't, I don't remember hearing a TMO and and anything like that. So I don't know. Do you have do you guys are allowed to speak about that or have any thoughts about that, <laughs> or are you going to sort of stop it there and say no comment?
0: No, I didn't hear the TMO. I heard the to touch judge a lot. No, look, I think straight after the game, yeah, initially, <clears throat> I guess in the performance, we, we cost ourselves a game um, around, you know, not playing the way we wanted to. and I, you know, I guess they come down to, you know, dropping the ball under pressure a lot and, and we just didn't quite get our kicking game right. And, yeah, look, we were frustrated with some of the calls. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when you, you finish a game like that, you look in the mirror and, and there was certainly a lot of things in that game we could have controlled a lot better. Um, Yeah, there was some frustrating stuff around the scrum in the mall we were a little bit um, disappointed with, but I guess the whole idea of that game is to, in every game you play, is you want to play well enough to take those decisions out of the game so that you're in a a spot that, um, you know, those big calls don't Mm -hmm. affect the result.
1: Yeah, Jamie, I was just saying, I think maybe there is a little bit of a perception or we tend to <clears throat> sort of look at Fiji and think it's just 15 guys trying to play sevens. And New Zealand sides and people underestimating the fact that they're multidimensional now, that they actually are good at set-piece, they are good at the breakdown. Um, were you aware of yeah. what they would provide in those areas? and, and yeah. Did you underestimate it?
0: No, definitely not. Like I think their scrum's made huge improvements this year. Um, yeah, you know, we've been really wrapped with how our scrums going. It's been a big part of our game. We've, you know, been able to get ourselves into the game through scrumming like with penalties. And you know, we're under no illusions that those boys actually had a bit of a tough day against the office, against the Blues the week before in the scrum. And I thought that uh, that battle was always going to be a tough one, and it was. Um, but yeah, I think the boys, the Fiji boys, are certainly playing with a bit more structure this year. Um, you can see it in <clears throat> just in their face shape and. Yeah, they're really understanding and getting better at the, I guess what they call the boring bits of rugby. I heard Mick Brown speak in an interview after the Chiefs that they've got to learn to live in the boring side around the, the set piece, the kickoffs, the um, receptions, and yeah, look, it's it's pretty scary to think that they've got big improvements. But you know, the way they play the game at such speed, um, the skill, um, you know, we were we just probably didn't control them enough. Um, Defensively, their first sort of carries are always pretty dominant. They got them behind us, and once you start the quick ball, it's hard to stop with them, boys. Um, yeah. So there's lots that went into that game, but I think the team that we selected reflected, I think, how important it was for our game. We didn't rest all blacks. We took our big team over there, um, and ended up coming up short, which was really disappointing.
2: So following on with that, Jamie. Um Obviously, you've been you were you played a lot of rugby there yourself. Is it still? And I'm going back to the old days when I played and stuff like. Is it still the top two inches? Because obviously there was a few scrums in that game where you dominated them, um, and then there was also times when sort of we went off the ball and then they sort of got the shove on us. So, is it still the top two inches, or is it the head, or can you can you break it down a little bit for all our million viewers out there? Yeah, I
0: think um, yeah, the scrumming yeah, it's a bit of an art, but. I guess, if, to put it simply, the Fiji boys, um, you know, on their bind stage, they like to be pretty fully engaged and and a lot of weight going through um, on their stage. And I think the first couple of scrums we, you know, we used to. <clears throat> are probably the rules of the game have changed around, you know, not wanting to have too much loading through the neck of our hookers and and that sort of bind stage, trying to not to put a whole lot of pressure through the front rows' head so they can have a pretty good hit. Um, I guess in the weekend it was a little bit of a different beast. There was a lot of pressure on the bind and look it took us a couple of scrums to adjust to but I think we actually um, adjusted really well and I think at crucial times of that game as I said I thought we were pretty hard done both with, with a big few calls um, yep. but as I said real credit to the Fijian boys because I know they put a lot of time into their scrum that week um, yeah, and we reviewed it pretty good on Monday and come up with some solutions and Yeah, I think it was an awesome game for us to learn from and uh, hopefully we only have to learn the lessons once.
2: Yeah, so so moving on, um, obviously that's a crucial loss with the table and where you guys lie at the moment. what do you sort of work on now and how crucial was that, you know, going down to them and does that – because obviously we've got – uh, the Hurricanes have got a pretty tough run in um, for the last few games. So um, what's your thoughts on that and where do, you, where do you need to improve as far as moving forward and getting up to the, you know, the, like the likes of the Chiefs, the Blues and the um, and the Crusaders?
0: Yeah, well, look, I think that we've we're just got to really concentrate on our game. I think when we control the error rate and – and put ourselves on the right bit of the field. We've got, a, you know, we've got the Ford Pack and the team to, you know, to beat anybody on their day. I think there was a bit of chatter early on around we'd lost to some New Zealand teams, and I guess reflecting back on the season, the Blues game, you know, we we started poorly, poor discipline. We come into that second half and played really well, and probably should have won that game. We missed some opportunities in our 22. You head into the Chiefs game, we have an outstanding first half, and. And then the second half couldn't control position. So I think as a team, we're really learning how to play winning rugby. And um, I, I think particularly in, in my area and Gibbo's area, the forwards, I think the boys have really started to believe in their set piece, believe in their scrum, um, particularly up. And it's going to be a great run home. I mean, we've got a big game against Moana this weekend, which will be really tough. Um, and then we head into the Chiefs-Blues-Crusaders. But I think those are the games that you really want to play. Um Yes, the table's important because we put ourselves in a position where we could have really hunted that second, the second spot and you want a home semi, home quarter. Um, is that still achievable? Yes, well, we're just going to win games. But I think there's a lot of rugby to be played over these next four weeks and it's going to be a real interesting part of the competition how that top of the table finishes up. And you know, if we can get our stuff right, there's no reason that we can't finish where we want to. I think the Chiefs have probably put a... A stamp on the number one spot um, by being quite clear on the on the table. But when you look at the Brumbies, Crusaders, um, the Blues, and us, and we've all got to play each other, and there's some big games outside of our games. I guess all we can control is we know where we want to be. But um, first and foremost. Shit, we've got a pretty tough challenge against mm-hmm. Moana after a disappointing loss against Fiji. So we need to get our stuff right, um, and now this weekend really.
1: Yeah, look, just finally, uh, great news that Brett Cameron comes back into the starting lineup, up Balen Sullivan, uh, but just, just quickly, Peter Lackey seems to sort of been in and out of the starting line-up. What where's sort of his format? Sort of where's he sort of in the picking order at the moment? Because he had a wonderful MPC uh, last year, Peter Lackey.
0: Uh, yeah, I didn't even know what sort of, the lineup that you guys have been reading. I don't know um, if those boys are quite ready. <laughs> um, Pete is an exceptional player. Um, and, you know, for a 19-year-old to come in an hour, environment, he dominated the preseason, season um, Had some really big games at the start of the year for us. And I think we're just really blessed in that loose forward um, department. We've got multiple talents in the year. You've got old heads like Artie and... Dupes and you've got Devin Flanders who's come on and you know I think Pete and Harry Godfrey um, I think as of next week they're away with the New Zealand 20s um, so they'll be away for the rest of the campaign and I think it was really important I think Pete's been his development and understanding of Super Rugby he's he's had an amazing year and you know I, we're hoping to send him away to the New Zealand 20s so he can dominate that and be one of the best players in that tournament really
1: well, Jamie McIntosh, all the very best against Moana Pacifica, and thank you for taking the time and joining us here on SCNZ. Greatly appreciated.
0: Nah, cheers, boys. Hope you have a good
1: evening. Thank you. Jamie McIntosh, There, um, part of the forward coaching there for the Hurricanes. Uh, look, before we go, Gordon, I do have to ask you, um, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Who is your DHL Super Rugby Hurricanes player of the week? Uh,
2: I thought this guy played really well in the conditions considering he's a um, he's got to do all the hard yards up front so mine uh, was Xavier Neumia he 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 got round the paddock really well, um, did his work at the scrum and, um, yeah, sort of got in those dark places in, a, in very tough conditions.
1: OK, and your DHL Super Rugby Pacific player of the round?
2: <clears throat> I'm going to stay with the same game and it's the hooker for um, Fiji. I think he's the captain, Tevita Aikauera. I think if I've yep. said that right, I probably haven't, but um, you get the gist. Yeah, he um, his, his ball control and his taking the ball up against the Hurricanes was exceptional.
1: DHL Super Rugby Pacific. Catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Gordon, as always, greatly appreciated. Thank you for your time.
2: No, thank you. And we'll do the same again next, I guess, and hopefully with a better result. And go the mighty hurricanes up against Absolutely. the line Pacifica.